0: For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty on SENSA. The Round Ball with Dom and Dodzy. And a very good evening. Welcome to the Round Ball with uh, Dom and Dodsey on this uh, Wednesday night. And we're here thanks to Flight Centre. Of course, best in the air and everywhere. Uh, also, Hyundai gets special bonuses with Hyundai's 2019 plate clearance, as usual. And don't forget... Uh, we're here thanks to Flight Centre Australia and Hyundai's seven-year warranty. And not forgetting our milk bar open line, the old-fashioned service with a modern twist. Uh, modern twist? Modern twist. My oh, word. Milk bar, that's spelt. How do you spell milk bar?
1: M-Y-L-K. Thank <laughs> you very much.
0: You're cheating. Boom. Yeah, okay, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, and that's the open line number if you want to give us a call or you want to talk anything about the world game tonight. one 736 736 and our text number is... Is 0427 154 166. And lots to get through tonight. Our special guest, by the way, oh, Travis Dodd. Uh, he's here with me, in case you didn't know. Trav, it's always you're good for you to have my pleasure. I think.
1: Huh? I think you're my special guest. No,
0: no, you're you not a special guest. Right. You're just dropping in. The door's always open here. Uh, but we do have uh, a real special guest. We're going to have a chat, too, firstly. Two
1: real, two real special guests.
0: Jenna McCormick. Of course, she uh, is. Matilda. Yes. yes. Well, no, uh, Jenna def- is her name, but... Matilda. Oh, she plays for the Matilda. She is right. a Matilda. Yeah. Currently yeah, yeah. in
1: squad for the Olympic qualifying campaign. So yep. keen to to have a chat to her and see how they're preparing for the upcoming qualifiers, given all the controversy around the coronavirus and, yeah. and the impact that's having, uh, oh, firstly on a tournament, having it changed. But yeah. uh, our other special guest... Oh, uh, you used to play
0: with? Yeah, former... In the same team, that former is. Former
1: red, uh, Cassio Oliveira. Because uh,
0: Pocket Rocket. Pocket Rocket, people him. keep asking me, yep. what's happened to Cassio? Where's Cassio gone? Well, now he's in Melbourne nowadays. How, how, how did he end up in Melbourne? Why didn't he end up with Adelaide United? Well, why are you up with in, Adelaide he, United?
1: He ended up in Melbourne because a plane took him over there. There you go. Why aren't I Adelaide United? Because I'm at yeah. the bank. Okay. I work oh, at the bank.
0: So you'd rather stay there, would you? No.
1: <laughs> I'd love to love to be a coach full time.
0: Anyway, not enough there jobs go. to go around, I guess that's most of the situation, but uh, anyway, we'll have a chat to Cassio and see how he's going with the uh, Melbourne City and speaking of Melbourne City, uh, Adelaide United last weekend. Uh three on the trot now trip, of course they won four on the tr- uh, lost four on the trot now they won 3 on the how trot. How did you pick that honestly? I don't know. Like, that's a good we question. We spoke
1: about it during the call, the the consistency. Yeah. It's just it's just not there and which is I mean it's great that they're on this this winning streak now of three games, and and we did speak about it that it could potentially be five. We spoke to Michael Jakobsen uh, straight after the game, who, who joined us. Brisbane and Central Coast, it's a real opportunity for them to yeah. to get five on the trot. But saying that, Melbourne City were just dreadful, they were weren't they? So so poor.
0: But yeah. I guess you can't take credit away from Adelaide. They were. I thought that's the best game I've seen them play for a long time.
1: Yeah, but okay, but. How many chances did they create outside of the set pieces?
0: Yeah, well, you're right. Three goals, three set pieces. Yeah. And bad I marking, I, bad I defending. I
1: don't think Buzanis made a save. Or he made one. No, he didn't. I don't think he made no, a save. No, I don't think
0: he did. I, come to think of it, I don't even think that uh, Izzo made any real save McLaren, of note.
1: McLaren had one shot late in the second half, mid-second half. I reckon that's about the only time he touched the ball because uh, his service just was nowhere to be seen. It was just really poor. But that's uh, what you get with Melbourne, Melbourne City, though, Melbourne isn't it? City went to a back three, which I haven't seen this season before, and that didn't work for them, uh, clearly. They lost their uh, defender in, in Delbridge, Harrison Delbridge, through a red card. The uh, var After VAR reviewed, uh, rescinded the yellow and gave him a red. And uh, their low knee, uh, Jack Hendry, who's come over from Scotland. He's injured now, is Also isn't he? ruptured ligaments in his knee, so he's gone. When did he do that? In the game? Oh, really? Yeah, against uh, United. It's so wild. they're, they're just—it's—it's
0: it's a bit of a gone, shambles, gone really, it isn't happens. it? You
1: know, uh, unfortunately, uh, the, the the fallout for that uh, former Metro player um, has got the the opportunity uh, in Lock. One of your players? Yeah, former. He's uh, he's now playing at Heidelberg in uh, Victoria, but he's a, a South Australian boy. Grew up in Wyala, uh, Spent a bit of time in. Uh, UK and Germany uh, he's got the opportunity hopefully to go for a trial there with Melbourne City now so through, another south australian through, there through my connections you know he just got on the phone oh, to hello. football director yeah, bull. and
0: said bull
1: that's a true story i'll show you the text messages
0: yeah so um, yeah, no no be honest Ed. so you actually put him onto yeah melbourne city
1: yeah and look uh, i mean it took advantage of the their unfortunate situation but uh, the opportunities there. So hopefully he gets a, re, uh, a release from his club, uh, Heidelberg, to, to go and train for a few days and, and potentially get a, a foot in the door for a short-term contract, It's amazing. would be
0: great. It's amazing how many players from Adelaide have gone to Melbourne City. Uh, is it because of Michael Petrillo, their football director, who's from Adelaide?
1: No, I think that plays a part in it. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, but... You know, there's, it just seems to be more and more out the door.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, um, we're going to have a chat to well, well, another one that's out the door. Uh, Cassio, he's involved with Melbourne City. I think he's coaching the under 40s he He's got they got a youth academy, yeah, yeah, the academy there, which Adelaide don't have, do they? An they academy. do not.
1: They do not. Oh, Cristiano's son's there as well.
0: Is it there as well? Yeah. How does that happen? And why don't we have an academy here? And why don't Adelaide United have an academy?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't tell you about the academy. Maybe that's something that we get Bruce Jitte on uh, and ask we should. him. We should. Um, but yeah, Cristiano's uh, son, uh, Raph, Rafael, I believe he's a, a scholarship player there. So wow. uh, he left. Uh, he's been there uh, probably 18 months now. Yeah. Uh, and Cristi- Didn't even know that. Yeah, Cristiano's wife has moved over to... To, to Melbourne to be with Raphael, and Cristiano is remained here with uh, Matthias, their eldest uh, son. So, mm. yeah, it's uh, it's one that I've spoken to Cristiano quite a bit about that, and, and he was hoping at some stage to be able to move over to Melbourne. To so he wants to family. go as well, does he? He wants to be with the yes. family, uh, quite clearly, but it's just looking for that opportunity to, to find work as well.
0: So. I guess it's all about opportunity, but I can't understand how these guys are not, involved with Adelaide United and why they have to go to another club. And I, mm. I just don't can't get my head around that because uh, especially someone like Cassio, the pocket rocket, as you call him. I and mean, he was a, a fan favorite for many years, wasn't he? And, and the guy's got so much, so much to teach. Well, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, because he's been there, done that. He's played at the highest level in Brazil. He came in. We all saw how good he was, yet we've lost him to Melbourne City. That just does not make any sense. And that's where you want him, looking after kids 12, 12 11 years old.
1: And another one as well. Oh, another uh, one you're uh, going to throw in an- here. Another one I'm going to throw in there. Um, Mike Barnett, who's uh, a coach, yep. has been a coach in uh, the local MPL here, uh, coach Metro Stars uh, and uh, West Adelaide and, and a few other teams. Uh, his son... Uh, was taken to Brisbane in the youth team by Uh, Ross. Uh, Ross took him up there. Well, well, Ross signed him, got him signed up there in Brisbane. Uh, Has since moved to Melbourne Victory and had his starting debut against uh, Adelaide United in the game that Adelaide won 1-0. That's right, yeah. So another one, Jay Barnett, uh, that slipped through to crack. So there's plenty of them out there.
0: But how does that happen, though? I mean, I know there's not enough spots to put them all in there, but how does that... I mean, shouldn't you look after these sort of people who've got some potential... I mean, you don't know even the youth team. I haven't seen the youth team this season. I must admit. Uh, I know they just missed out on making the final, didn't they? I think it was Sydney and uh, uh, against see they lost to yeah. uh, Melbourne. Victory, yeah. Who uh, an eventual winner was Sydney, Sydney. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do they manage to lose these sort of players? How does that? How do they slip through the cracks? Uh, it's. It is, is. Is that is that weird question. or?
1: It is weird. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like there's uh, an unusual amount of. Players that have moved. I mean, Kieran Stokes uh, went to Melbourne City, who was the 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 young MPL player of the year last year. Also uh, signed Melbourne City. So these players are just going out the door uh, Mm. and and looking for these opportunities uh, in the Eastern States.
0: Maybe we should get Bruce on. Bruce Ute, their football director, former player, of course, to ask him that question. I'm not sure how he will answer because that question. It
1: is because it's easy for us to, to stand yeah, there and say, why, why aren't you signing all these players? The reality is that, as you said, there's there's not space enough for all of them, but how do you differentiate between mm, them? Because yeah. It just seems that there's so many out the door. Carlo Armiento.
0: Yeah, there's another one. Just signed for Perth Glory. Yeah, yeah. And and (laughs) he looked a very exciting little player, didn't he? He's
1: he's had some really good uh, appearances for Adelaide United. So, Mm. yeah, uh, uh, it it is a strange one.
0: Is it maybe because, I mean, this is just me chucking it out there, because the coach is a foreigner. He didn't know any of these players. Doesn't know anybody came here with a uh, fresh sheet of paper. It was blank, and he saw everyone for the first time. Where if you had someone who did... Uh, sort of know the uh, the uh, the landscape of this uh, city and knows the players and knows what they're capable of. Maybe there's a better chance.
1: Well, to be fair, that's what he's got. An assistant coach in all right. He's got uh, Gerard Sabon, who is uh, not a local, but Carl Veer is yep. local. Yep. Uh, Eugene and as assistant well, sort coach, of. well, Eugene has been in Melbourne for the last few years anyway. Uh, but Bruce uh, and to be fair, Bruce. Probably wasn't familiar with the the youth landscape yeah. here in, in South Australia, mm. so has had to get his head around it really quickly. But uh, look, it would be worth uh, asking that question. So Bruce, if you're listening, what can you call in for us? Just well, well I don't know if questions? he's
0: listening because he must probably be out at Marden because as we speak, uh, of course, yeah, the uh, football SA All Stars are going to play against Adelaide United 11. It is all about the uh, bushfire relief fundraiser. And just looking at the Adelaide United squad, well, there's a way of finding out how the uh, young talent is because there's a lot of youth players in that team. There's only a handful of A-League players there uh, who are going to be playing against the All-Stars. Now, you know the All-Stars better than most. Are they going to give them a run for their money? I mean, against Adelaide United?
1: I actually think they will. Uh, I think it's a very good squad that uh, Joe Mullins put together, uh, along with Benny Dale as the assistant coach. So, yeah, I mean... these all stars, the the all stars, I got nothing to lose. It's yeah. just going out to to have a bit to of to impress, a crack. maybe yeah. to impress the nah, coach of look, Adelaide. Oh, look, I don't maybe. think
0: so. I don't think so. Well, maybe if you were playing uh, local league, wouldn't you want to try and impress the coach of Adelaide to see, have a look at me? I'm not that bad. Yeah, correct. Pick me, but, pick me. But I'd
1: also be think sitting back and thinking uh, if I impress, like how many Adelaide players have been picked up? Uh, how many MPL players in Adelaide have been picked up?
0: Yeah, well, you know Adelaide better than United. me. How many many have been oh. picked up? I mean, Man. I mean, not, I'm looking at the squad now of Adelaide United, and uh, not many, if any. I don't know. Uh, I mean, can't, I can Who sung that song? Eh? Who sung that song? Not many, if any. Yeah, it was
1: oh. the A League ad for the first year.
0: Oh yeah, it was too, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what's missing in the A League. Uh, Yong Bing Chen, the uh, Chinese player. Yeah. We're gonna well, I'm whoever. You, I'd be keen to see him play. <laughs> he, he's, Hopefully, he gets game. He's probably. one of the visa players that they, Adelaide United signed on. Uh, really, no one's seen him uh, unless you've. He runs got... the
1: line pretty well, apparently.
0: Is does he actually do the line? Does he? Well, no.
1: he did He did the line. He did the line once uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Really? Yeah, I saw. A, I saw an article that. Um, oh mate, uh, the advertiser Vow uh, Miliaccio, in there, he played the reserves, reserves or something wow. for half, and then ran the the line for the second
0: half. Well, let's hope he has a run tonight because I think everyone would love to see. He's one of the visa players of for Adelaide United. No one. Mork as well. Yeah, Stefan Mork's We'll kiddos. probably get
1: his first first run in the back in the Reds. Yeah,
0: Keto's in. There. Actually, did we talk about Stefan Mork last week? I was. Did I ask you where they're going to fit him in then? Who's going to be dropping no, out?
1: He asked me uh, at the game because I okay. don't think it'd been announced. All right, for uh, those people
0: week. that uh, who who listen to this show on a regular basis, uh, where are they going to put Stefan Mork? They got a lot of midfielders.
1: Well, they have uh, it's, it's quite clear that uh, Verbeek is really happy with Dorigo. Um, he's been playing, he's well. done okay, he's done okay. Yeah. yeah, uh, Troisi will play when he's fit. Yep, I th- I think. Uh, McGree will definitely play. Uh, so that I think the two bankers are McGree and Dorigo, and then you know, it'll be a toss up between Troisi and Stefan Walk. Mm. I would think that it will be Troisi that'll get the, the nod. Yeah, you uh, think so. And Mork, I mean, look, I don't expect Mork to 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 be in the starting eleven straight away. He will have to make his way through the bench, uh, unless there are injuries.
0: Mm. All right, well, uh, waiting to see you there. But uh, by the way, if uh, you got nothing uh, to do tonight? Uh, check it out. It's at Marden Sporting Complex, uh, the uh, SA Bushfire Relief Fundraiser. It is the. Uh SA All Stars, basically meaning uh, the NPL plays the best of the NPL players against Adelaide United Eleven. Just
1: on the the, the bushfire appeals, uh, one of our good mates that we that we talk about quite often, uh, Maddie Ryan, who's uh, the goalkeeper at Brighton Hove Alvin. Yep, he. You uh, should try and speak his, to him. Actually, his pledge was for match day twenty two in the Premier League. He would donate $500 for every save that the goalkeepers made across
0: all of the goalkeepers in the whole league. Yes. Wow.
1: Uh, in total, he donated 28000
0: How good is that?
1: That's brilliant, isn't
0: it? Well, where did you hear that? I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah, I read an article about it.
0: Well, see, the thing is, stuff like that should be out there in the in the public, in the forum, in the media. But they, unfortunately, you know, you hear about, and everyone's doing their bit for the bushfire. You know, yeah. different sports, but you don't hear much about that, do you?
1: It's it's brilliant. So it was fifty six saves, uh, and Maddie Ryan uh, actually put it on his Instagram. Uh, fifty six saves, resulting in a total of twenty eight thousand to go towards. Uh, New South Wales Fires, Rescue Fund, uh, thank you all out there who helped. Yeah, so fantastic. That's brilliant. Well done, Matty. That
0: is brilliant. Yep, well done. And we'll try and get Matty on in the uh, coming weeks in our Aussies Abroad segment. In fact, we've got that coming up after the break. We are going to take a short break now. Uh, but uh, you're more than welcome to give us a call if you'd like to have a chat to us about anything you like about the World Game. You can talk to us about the Adelaide United squad. Why are we losing so many young players uh, interstate? Maybe you might have an opinion on that. You can give us a call on the uh, Milk Bar open line number, and that is 1300 736 736. Or you can text us. Love to get a text off you, 0427. That's the easiest way, 154 166. Still to come, by the way, we're going to have a chat to uh, uh, Jenna McCormick. She's coming up pretty soon, and also uh, uh, an old favourite of Adelaide United, Cassio. before we finish. Of course, it's our new time between 6 and 7. We're up till 7 tonight. You're listening to The Round Ball with Dom and Dodzy. On SENSA, The Round Ball with Dom and Dodzy For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And he under a seven year warranty. And welcome back to The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey on this uh, Wednesday night. Not a bad night, not a bad day here in Adelaide. The weather has been absolutely beautiful, and it's good to give us a call if uh, uh, you want to have a chat to us about anything you like. Our open line, 1300 736 736, text 0427. One five four one double six. We're here for flight centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, are you going on holidays again? Their trip because you just came back from one, but Uh, you seem to be away a lot.
1: Still paying off the the last one.
0: Well, that's okay. That's normal. We all do that. (sighs) Uh, You can call your local flight centre travel expert on one three one six hundred and Hyundai. Get special bonuses with Hyundai's 2019 plate clearance. Yes. I actually,
1: I uh, was at a function here uh, in the studio at SEN uh, yeah, midweek. Yeah, because it was free, begin- so you always go. Beginning to of the week, Yeah, beginning of the week. Met, uh, free food. I met two great guys, uh, Sam and Adam from Flight Centre. Had a good chat to I, them. Was telling them about the show and told Adam in particular, yes, because he was showing a lot of interest in, in. the round ball game. Oh, okay, so he told me he was going to tune in tonight. He's so educated. Adam, That's good. Adam at Flight Center. Yeah. There you go, buddy. So you're
0: looking for a free flight by the sounds of things. You Is don't say hello works? to anybody. I do, no, I don't do cash for comments. Yeah, oh, pff, you, just, you just did.
1: Didn't. No, I don't want cash though.
0: Oh, I just, I just what want about a listener. <laughs> I just want a listener. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Adam, and thanks uh, for listening. Now, uh, yeah, you can give us a call anyway, anyway you like. Still to come, we're going to have a chat to uh, Jenna McCormick. And also Casio coming up real soon, but right now let's. Aussies do this. abroad, thanks to yep. Flight Centre, best right in the and abroad. everywhere. There's Flight Centre again. There you go, another little plug.
1: Hey, they're all over it, aren't
0: they? Yep. Now Fair a lot of Aussies playing overseas. So fill us in there, uh, Mr. Uh, Travis.
1: Yeah, all right. In I will the UK. Do. So Maddie Ryan uh, and Moy, they uh, both played against West Ham. Yep. Uh, picked up a point. So. Still struggling in the relegation zone, Brighton, and hopefully, really want them to stay up. Um, you know, particularly Aussies playing in the Premier yeah, League and, and need to stay up. And, don't and they? we did see a little bit about uh, Brexit and how that may impact mm. foreigners, uh, the the Euro players. Well, fill us uh, in
0: what happens there.
1: Well, I don't know what happens. They're still trying to work it out, but uh, it could impact the number of foreigners that uh, can play in the UK, which could have a knock-on effect the, to the Aussies. Yeah, and that's not good. The Aussies maybe down the pecking order um, when it in terms of the foreigners. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully that works out for for all the Aussie boys. Uh, Tommy Rogic uh, yet again only played sixteen minutes for for Celtic and, and Arzani Azani. Been Wallace. out of favour, hasn't he? A little he bit. He has. Yeah, we talk about this uh, most weeks. We just really need a move for him. Um, we need to get onto the agent, Tommy Rogic's agent. Maybe we get him on the blower as well. Mm. So, what are you doing there, mm. uh, Arzani, um Great to see he's coming back through. But uh, playing in the reserves, unused, is he? unused, unused sub. Uh, and he was on the, yeah, yeah he was well, on the bench. So good good to see that he's getting back in the in the squad. Uh, the Man Mountain, uh, Harry Suter. A Man Mountain. Yeah, who scored a double on debut uh, for the Socceroos uh, a couple of months back. Uh, scored the winner for Fleetwood Town over Doncaster Rovers. So a blockbuster there. Didn't they
0: play – was that them that played – No, Liverpool? that was Shrewsby Town, which oh, I'll get to. Salisbury. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark Milligan, a guest who we've spoken to previously, yep. uh, played ninety minutes uh, and they won uh, against uh, Lincoln City. So they were, I think, they were stone motherless bottom when we spoke to. Yeah, they um, were struggling, weren't they? Yes. And they've had a couple of wins on the trot. So must have been the little pep talk we gave him. Yeah. So I think they're probably only about fifteen points out of the relegation. So when they come
0: so. on this show, we pump them up, and yeah. then they go away thinking, "Well, I'm pretty good."
1: Shrewsbury Town. Yep. Uh, Jason Cummings, who scored the double against Liverpool in the in the cup, uh, came off after seventy six minutes in Oops. the replay. Couldn't, okay. they, they couldn't do it. <laughs> Liverpool beat him one
0: nil. Own goal too, wasn't it? Yeah, Liverpool. Shocker.
1: Youngest. Uh, they put out the youngest uh, team that they've ever put out, average Doesn't age Doesn't Klopp life.
0: take that competition very seriously, no, does he's, he? No,
1: he's complaining now because of the heavy schedule that they've got. So he, he didn't even sit on the bench. He sent the under-23s. Really? Coach. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's uh, shown contempt to the uh, FA is. Cup, isn't oh, it?
1: I, I, and I think it was a deliberate act, uh, but an average age of 19 uh, and 100-and-something days uh, and Liverpool's youngest ever captain of 19 years old. So, wow. Yeah, he Sh- showed them.
0: Wow, we yeah, that's uh, that's not good. But I guess he, he complains about the schedule. But that's what happens when you're successful. You keep winning, yeah. You keep winning uh, games, uh, yeah. And they're yeah. undefeated in the league still. You reckon they're going to go throughout the season undefeated? Who's going to beat them?
1: Well, they I saw a, a thing on Twitter. They had to win another nine games or something a couple of weeks ago, or uh, be undefeated for another nine games to go forty-five. Uh, to beat and, Arsenal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want
0: them to beat Arsenal because I'm a Spurs supporter. So come on, Liverpool. Beat really? that record, no, yeah, yeah.
1: I just want them to lose every Why?
0: game. I mean, look that that every game
1: that title's wrapped up now. Yeah, oh, uh,
0: absolutely. There's no way in anywhere on earth that they're going to lose this. Title. I know they
1: they did it a couple of years ago when I think they had nine point. Uh, Leader, yeah, but Christmas. this is like four hundred and fifty points ahead yeah, at the something moment. Something like twenty three points. It's, it's ridiculous. It yeah. is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So who's so, going to stop him? Yeah. Oh, who knows? But uh what's happening over in uh, in Europe and, and Asia? Well, you mentioned about Kirk-
0: Mark Milligan. That's someone that we spoke to not long ago. Also, someone we spoke to a week before was uh, Matthew Lecky. Now, I don't know what's going on there because he wasn't uh, on the bench at all. It didn't even play for her to Berlin. Uh, they drew nil all with uh, Schalke. Hasn't 0-4. had a great season, has he? No, I know he was injured for a while, and uh, I mean, I'm sure he's still collecting the the uh, spondulies, But you really want Matthew Lecky to play, especially for the Socceroos. You know, yeah. he, you know all these players that you mentioned are not playing a lot. We really need them to be playing games, otherwise we're going to get in that situation where they come underdone. But yeah, he didn't play. Not sure what's going on there. Uh, Brandon Barrello, uh, he was also absent for Freiburg. So uh, although he's not really part of, I mean, he is, but he isn't part of the soccer team. but he's got so much potential. Uh, in Israel, uh, Nikita Rukovica played 90 minutes while Trent Sainsbury was on the bench at Maccabi Haifa. Uh, they lost uh, over the weekend. In Turkey, As is God, they're all over the place, aren't they? That's what we like about this game. They're all over Diversity. the globe. Eh? And fantastic, isn't it? Well, he was an unused, see, another one, unused sub. Uh, sub. In Croatia, uh, Fran Karadzic played 90 minutes. So uh, that's a, a good effort. In the Netherlands, Arjun uh Hustic was a 65th-minute sub in their one nil loss against uh, Zwolle. Isn't that the team that uh, Michael Valcanis coached? Yeah, and Schip Skip, yeah, yeah, assistant, assistant coach, coach yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: who's uh, Michael Valcanis. He'd be a good one to get on the show.
0: Who's that, Mickey? Mickey, yeah. You're, you're four, uh, he's not yeah. your mate anymore, is he? He used to be your mate. Very close, no, but, but uh, look, you guys just had a falling you, out, obviously. When,
1: when you become assistant coach to a team. So to, you're a scrubber to, a to him team. now. You're a scrubber. Yeah. You know, hey, the, your number Travis so works
0: at the bank. Who do I want to speak to him for?
1: Yeah, we're getting him on.
0: Hey? We are getting him <laughs> well, on. What do you want to try and I'm get gonna, a job over there? Yeah. We should get I, him.
1: I, you know, I did play in Greece uh, for six what, months. 10 minutes?
0: Oh, six months. Six months, Oh, that's no. not bad.
1: Yeah, it was uh, during the, the Summer Olympics. And where I lived, uh, Gilifada, which was just out of Athens, about 40 minutes out of Athens, I think. Um, didn't get into Athens that much. But that place was amazing. Buzzing? Buzzing. It was amazing, yeah, except the, the problem the problem with being in Greece was... I paid? I did not get paid much. <laughs> I was behind on a lot of payments, so <laughs> I had to come That's home. That's a slight problem.
0: That's a slight <laughs> I had to problem. to come
1: home and uh, look, it worked out. I played A-League and...
0: Well, yeah, no, it did work out fine. Most probably the best in the end, but we should try and catch up with him before he gets sacked from that team, so... Because they don't last very long. Let's face it. Well, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I did go through a couple coaches in six months. Well,
0: there you go. It'll be nice to talk to Michael while he's got a job, as opposed to unemployed. But yeah, well, try. Actually, it's a good point. We uh, do you have his number? Yeah, I do have have a number. Yeah, no, that's forget about it. He's had six since then. Yeah. Um, Anyway, that's the uh, Aussies abroad. A lot of Aussies around the world. uh, Some sitting on the bench, unfortunately. But we'll keep you posted on this very. Program that's why it's the round ball game with Dom and Dodzy. We're going to take a short break. Then after the break, Trav, guess who we're going to have a chat to? Have a guess. Just, just stab in the dark. Steve Marshall. Wrong. Jenna McCormick. We're going to have a chat to her because right. she's a lovely Mount Gambier girl. Now this ah, uh, that's why. Yeah, that's why.
1: You yes, want my old to stomping get her ground on, down yes. there. Then my yep. good old radio days. Remember then. the I, would, I reckon I
0: know her parents. I can't remember them, but I must know her parents. Mrs. McCormick. And, and Mister, Mr. And Mr, yeah. Anyway, of course, she's uh, in the Matilda squad now. She did play here in Adelaide, but now playing for Melbourne Victory, Victoria, I believe. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, played AFL with the Crows, but uh, she had to make a decision. and She made the right decision. I'm glad. Yep, yeah, she's uh, chosen the round ball. So now, because she wants to get into the Matildas, so, uh, and she is in the squad, she's not sort of one of the main players in there. But we're going to have a chat to her and see how things are going with her. Is that okay? Yep, let's do that. And we'll do that right, right after... after. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodzi for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And he earned a seven year warranty. Yes, uh, welcome back to The Round Ball with Dom and uh, Dodsey. And you can talk to us anytime you like with the open line number one 736 736 And uh, you can text us on 0427-154-166. And uh, trip. we're here to talk the women's game now, thanks to SA Power Networks, empowering women's football in South Australia. And the next lady we're about to speak to, well, uh, she's... The best part about this, she's a good country girl, and nothing. I mean, I know you've never lived in the country, but I did live in Mount Gambier, and I travelled through. What? What for? You travelled through Crossing What That through. doesn't mean that doesn't mean nothing. Anyway, uh, Jenna is a good Mount Gambier girl, good southeast girl. She played for the Blue Lake City, which when I played up there, I was playing against them for inter. But anyway, let's have a chat to her because she is part of the Matildas nowadays, which is absolutely fantastic. Going from Mount Gambier to the Matildas, uh, Jenny McCormick. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight, Jenna.
2: Yeah, hi, guys. How are you?
0: Not too bad. Now, I gave a bit of a rap there. Of course, you're a good country girl there. When did you actually leave Mount Gambier?
2: Um, yeah, so I was born and bred in Mount Gambier and left to come up to boarding school um, in Adelaide in 2010. So I completed two years of schooling up there.
0: Now, I know that because I did spend a bit of time in Mount Gambier. It's not a huge uh, football town. It was mainly AFL there. Uh, how did you get into the game when it wasn't sort of such a big game in the southeast?
2: Yeah, I mean I I guess for for me my dad played um five hundred plus senior games for Blue Lake Soccer Club. So I spent uh every Sunday watching him growing up and then um naturally fell in love with the game and, and and started playing when I was nine in the under eleven boys there as well. So, um that's kinda how I got into it. But yeah, I guess we were always a part of the soccer world in Matt Gambia. So for us, um, that was really all we had to had to focus on we weren't really involved in afl or or any of the other sports so soccer was it for
1: us jenna we fast forward a few years uh to today and we're on the the eve of uh olympic qualifiers what happened with that process and how how were you you let girls notified about the change of uh, venues and you know how close were you to to getting on to going to china and and being there and uh how, how did all that process work
2: yeah, it was um, it was a little bit obviously touch and go. Um, at the beginning, we were prepared to to be travelling to China. Um, we were had been made aware that the that the uh, FSA um, was working closely with the AFC and the CFA as well. Um, Chinese football. Um, Federation there and, uh, and yeah they, they pretty much handled it from the get-go and, and we're working really hard behind the scenes monitoring of course all of the um, the escalating um, you know uh, concerns about the virus so um, yeah it probably wasn't until sort of a week in into our camp that we uh, that the talks came about that it was potentially um, not going to be played in China it was going to be played elsewhere we didn't know at the time that Australia was even an option we thought um, you know, it might be Thailand or, or Vietnam or another sort of um, uh, Asian country. Um, but, uh, yeah, but no, we're obviously really wrapped to be able to have it here in Sydney and um, have all of our family and friends come out and, and local fans and support. So um, it's been obviously a bit of a bit of a roller coaster, but, um, you know, the SSA attended it um, really well and ha- have obviously had our um, our, our health and and that at the forefront of their mind, and, and they've worked really hard to, to ensure that we didn't travel to China. It just it just wasn't obviously going to be a very safe place to be, or we would have had issues getting back into the country. So, um, yeah, they worked really hard to get us um, to host it here, and, 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 yeah, so now we're going ahead here.
1: Well, that's uh, it's fantastic, that's for sure. I have seen, uh, and you may have seen uh, as well on social media, that the, the Chinese national team... Uh, Quarantined at the hotel, so they're having to do stretching sessions. Well, that's that, a bit that, of bad luck in the corridors, but it's a huge bonus for the Matildas uh, getting to play at home in front of the home crowd. Is mum and dad uh, getting over now for the games?
2: Yeah, they'll be there. Um, they'll be there absolutely. So um, I think most of the girls' families and friends are now obviously um, able to come. So um, we should have a good, good crowd, good support. So yeah, just urging everyone to, to get along, come out and support. You know, because. Olympic qualifying tournament is, is one of the major tournaments, and, and um, yeah, it'll be great to, to do it in front of our home crowd.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Now, you you, you moved to Adelaide, obviously, to, to start your soccer career, but then uh, um, you, you ended up playing, well, you are drafted in the AFL back in, there was, I think, 2016. What what made you change sports back then? Why did you decide to play AFL? So I've, I, I always
2: going kind to of play, had an interest in AFL growing up, um, always played with boys. Um, in my at my school in recess and lunchtime, you know, back in primary school, so um, sort of had the had the love for the game there as well. Soccer was always my main sport, um, and when the AFL league was coming into fruition, I just sort of had to be a part of it and, and wanted to make it one of my goals. So, um, you know, I, I still played soccer whilst I was playing AFL, which which was great. Um, but and yeah, you know, I had three. Fantastic seasons with the Crows and something that shaped who I am, and and really great achievements, great experience, and everything that I've been able to go through with um, that sport. Um, but yeah, just just time. It was just time for me at the end of last season to um, to step away because you know this is where I want to be right now, wearing wearing this polo and, and wearing this uniform because you know I want to get to an Olympic Games, I want to want to play in World Cups. So, and you know I just couldn't. Couldn't keep doing, um, couldn't get there while I had AFL on the plate as well. So just for me, it served served its purpose for me. And and I'm really um, happy with everything that happened and what I did there. It's just definitely time to move on. And and yeah, I'm where I want to be right now. So
0: um,
2: it's good to have that as my focus.
0: Well, you certainly made the right decision. There's no doubt about it. Did you find that having a soccer background made it easier for you to play AFL?
2: Um, no, I don't think so. I think there's there was I, I think I just naturally had um the ability to play the sport as well, which helped, but there was certainly a lot of other things that I needed to switch on um and work on as I did crossover. So um so yeah, but no it was it was an amazing um three years of my life and, and something that I look back on and, and still really obviously proud
0: of. And one thing I had a little bee in my bonnet being involved in this game uh, just about all my life is that it seems to be that the uh, the girls in most major sports, for the exception of the AFL, don't get as much publicity as, say, what the AFL women do. Did you Do you find that, that now that you're playing soccer again, you're not getting the same publicity as AFL?
2: Um, I think, in a way, AFL and um, the, the governing body did a really good job at um, promoting the league and, and getting it up and running and putting in all the right... Um, uh, steps to get it up and and going for the the community and the public to notice it, um, and 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 yeah they do they do a really good job at their media and promotion and I think that um, a lot of other sports could learn from that and what they're doing there. Um, but you know, you know we we here as the Matillas, we get a lot of we get a lot of great um, media coverage as well, so we're happy with that. But yeah, the next thing I think is obviously to get the W League. Um, more into the public eye and, and and more getting more people aware because you know we're 12 12 seasons in and and some people still don't know what the W League is when I tell them that I play in the W League so you know that's the next big thing for for us to for us to do and and I hope that one day that we can get there
1: yes we certainly hope so as well now yeah. you've, you've spent time uh, at Canberra you've spent time with Adelaide United Brisbane Melbourne victory. Now
0: to the arch, yeah, to the enemy. Now Melbourne victory. I know, I know. Arch How enemy. could you do that, Jenna?
1: Yes,
2: uh, <laughs> oh, it, it was it was <laughs> tough growing up as a country South Australian, yeah, I and reckon. knowing that I was an Victoria. It was certainly uh, a little bit of a shake up, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> You've declared yourself uh, a footballer of the world game. Now uh, we've seen Sam Kerr go to Chelsea, uh, Caitlin Ford going to Arsenal. Have you got ambitions to to go overseas and, and nutted out professionally over there as well
2: yeah definitely um i think the english league is certainly something that's making waves and and uh, growing exponentially and i think that'll be the next big thing i think that's taken over the us which i believe is probably the the league to be in um you know as of probably last year um so yeah i think they take i think the english league is is certainly making waves and, and going to be one of the best leagues in the world soon so uh that along with obviously the u.s and and some leagues in europe are really um high quality so i'll certainly be looking to get over to europe at some stage this year um uh you know just to keep preparing for uh you know a potential olympic um selection so yeah that's certainly one of my goals one of my um ambitions and I'll be, yeah, working hard to to get myself over
0: there. Well, fingers crossed and let's hope you do and I'm sure you will eventually because you certainly have the hunger and uh, and you've been a terrific sportswoman in uh, both codes actually so we wish you all the best by the way for the qualifiers uh, next week, and being back in the Matildas is, is fantastic for you, and uh, also good luck, well, sort of good luck, with your season with Melbourne Victory, although it's,
1: uh, Adelaide's
0: kind of done and dusted, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> We can we can support the, the next
0: South Aussie. Yeah, now we're just going to follow any yeah. South Australian playing in the interstate <laughs> teams, aren't we? Hey, uh, Jenna, good <laughs> okay. luck next week, and thanks for joining us on the uh, Round Ball. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a
2: good night. Thanks, Cheers, Jenna. all
0: the best. Jenna McCormick, and uh, sh- certainly is a wonderful sportswoman, isn't she? She's, uh, as we Discussed that uh, she's played AFL and and now she's excelling in or she's always excelled in uh, soccer. But it's interesting starting from the country, and you know, it's not a big and I know because I live there, not huge on soccer, it was more uh, Aussie rules, Aussie, yeah. yeah. So for her to sort of follow the game, as she said, her dad uh, played, uh, I must have played against him then. I wonder if he ever
1: now you're probably a fair bit older than him. No, I would, no, I would he'd, think.
0: Be, he'd be a lot older than me, but no. I'm only a young man. Anyway, thanks there, Trip. Uh, Jenna McCormick is our special guest. We're going to take a short break. Uh, by the way, we've got another special guest coming up after the break, and it's someone who thick and is fast. your age, and that is our good friend uh, Casio, the Pocket Rocket, who's nowadays involved with Melbourne City. We'll catch up with him right after this. You are listening to the World Game with Dom and Dodsey. on SENSA, The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and he a seven-year warranty. Yes, uh, welcome back to The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. And we're here till 7 o'clock. In case you've joined us late, you're thinking, what on earth are they still doing on air? Well, we've got a new time now, Trav. That's un- un- unusual that you were not late uh, because you're here late. extra early because we start at 6 till 7 had to nowadays. Stay, I had
1: to stay at work like an extra 45 minutes as well.
0: Oh, wow. So you had Woo! to actually do a bit of extra work today. Yeah, Poor tough. thing. Now we, uh, oh yes, if you want to have a chat to us, you've got time because we're here at all uh, seven o'clock, as we mentioned. Uh, we're here for uh, Flight Centre South Australia, Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. Uh, also, if you're planning a holiday, of course, you can call your Flight Centre travel expert on 131600 and, of course, Hyundai and the uh, milk bar open line number at 57 Flinders Street Milk Bar. At, we're going to go there one night. I reckon we'll get a freebie dinner or something, wouldn't we? Do you reckon? Oh, if we get Maybe if we ask nicely.
1: Well, I, I do know oh, the owner. Oh, you can shout because I, I do know the owner.
0: Do you actually know him? Yeah. So you butted him up as well?
1: No, no, no. I mean, he's, uh, okay. he's a supporter of local football. He's yeah. uh, involved down at Bacala. So you have butted him Bacalla. up. Okay,
0: yeah. fair enough. All right. Uh, anyway, one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 is our open line number for Milk Bar. And our text number is 0427 166. Now, before we speak to the Pocket Rocket, Casio, we spoke to Jenna McCormick, of course, about the women's game. Now, Adelaide United, we should touch on them. They had their makeup game, a uh, game which was postponed because of the fires yes, uh, against Newcastle uh, last weekend. And, unfortunately, they lost again. Tough conditions uh, yep.
1: um yeah yep. unfortunately
0: no no excuse they lost although they had a good win the week before of course against western sydney wanderers it's amazing they've had this one of those seasons uh feel sorry for ivan Kar- Karlovich. they've got two games left uh, and that is against canberra which is on sunday the si- 16th of feb in canberra because of course there's no games on because of the uh, matildas qualifiers and then the uh, then they got a bye and their last game of the season will be a thursday night to have thursday night the 27th of feb against the Newcastle Jets at Marden Sports Complex. So they play them again. And we'll have, we've will we got tickets. If you want to go to those, you can give us a call. And we've got tickets to the Adelaide United game. Their next home game is uh, Friday uh, week against the uh, Mariners. Uh, so, yeah, you've got tickets Well,
1: there's to... no doubt that um, Adelaide United's aim now for, yes. the, for Ivan Karlovich and the, the ladies yes. uh, is to get off the bottom of the table. Well, uh, so four points, uh, Perth Glory on five and... Newcastle Jets on seven. So two games to go, they they have to finish yeah, off yeah. the bottom of It'll the table. It'll be
0: nice, wouldn't it? Because they haven't had a – I mean, even though – I mean, okay, the ladder doesn't lie, let's face it. But games I've seen, and as you know, I've called them, they've played some pretty good football, and they just haven't been able to put their chances away. And, of course, if you don't score goals, it comes back to punish you. And they were punished because of that. But as far as their field play, they, uh, they, they've they been playing pretty well, and they maybe they should have won more than they've lost, obviously – but you have got to score goals there, uh, As you know,
1: well, shining light to come out of the, I guess, grim season that that they've had. Uh, Mary Fowler, um, who's gone. been a star,
0: but boom, out of there for
1: Adelaide United. Is she is she gone? She's yeah, set. she's
0: gone. Oh, she signed. You know, she's not with Adelaide now. She's left the club. I don't know where she's gone to. To France. Well, there you well, go. Well,
1: th- there's the reporting. Uh, French team Montpellier. Uh, Yeah, so that's an unbelievable move. Um, It is. It is a good move, actually. And Ivan Ivan Karlovich can hang his hat on that, that's for
0: sure. Yeah, of course. And because she's only, what, young, 17 years of age, I think she is now, and uh, she's an exciting little player. And I can tell you someone else who is very exciting, who used to uh, uh, run up and down the flank there on the left-hand side in a red shirt... Uh, for Adelaide United is our next guest. No longer in Adelaide, unfortunately, when we found out he was leaving. He's not wearing
1: a red shirt now, not is he, Not wearing a red
0: shirt. He's wearing one of those, Scott your friend, Scott Jamison. It's amazing. He's he's with him nowadays, so he's looking after Scotty. And I'm talking about our good friend, Cassio. Cassio, it's always a pleasure to have a chat to you, buddy. Hey, Dom. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs>
3: Thanks for having me. Oh, thank
0: our thank pleasure, mate. Us. Like We were just talking during the commercial break, and I said to Travis that when you were playing for Adelaide, you made him look very good. Because he's a very he was a very average player, but you made him look good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think it's the other way around, <laughs> nah, and that's what I, Cass, That's what, what I was do. trying to
0: tell Dom as Cassio, well. Cassio, don't say that because he will believe you. Hey, uh, Cassio, uh, <laughs> a lot of people always ask, "What's Cassio doing? Where's he been?" Of course, nowadays, uh, you did have a. Uh, do you still have your academy here in Adelaide? By the way. Yes, yeah, so i was still uh, running
3: my academy there, but obviously, I'm in Melbourne now. So but my, my coach is moving, and then I'll sort of go like three, four times uh, a third so to, to check to check on my boys. So I'll be down again in two weeks. So I'll be there we, in Adelaide. be good to catch up, though. It's still only a year anyway. So yeah. i as well. So And, uh, yeah, so being Melbourne now, has been good. Life is good. But we always miss Adelaide.
0: Well, the question is, uh, how did it come about that you moved to Melbourne because uh, obviously uh, we thought you're here in Adelaide for, forever but uh, how did that all come about
3: well uh, uh, by four months ago I got approached by Melbourne City uh, to they offer a scholarship contract for my son my oldest son Bernardo so and then we we had a other other option as well to, to, to move to as a scholarship in Australia. But we, we decided to, to he, actually he decided, not me. So <laughs> we decided to, to get this opportunity here. And we came down, we, we looked at well, the facilities and everything. We actually, yeah, we, uh, Scotty as well, Jameson, is uh, you, like helping Bernardo out to, to, to settle as well. So and then we, we decided to, yeah, he decided to move. And then we, we moved everyone as a family. So the club ended up, um, they offered me a contract as well in the academy system, which is great. So and they got a two everything for one. Was, I know, I know, how good is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was brilliant for us and for, for them as well. But then Menard is happy to play in uh, NYL, we just finished. And now he's going to play in, uh, in uh, NPL level here. So see what see what happens next.
1: Well, of course, you've got uh, another uh, former teammate there with uh, Cristiano's son, Raphael, uh, in the squad there. Is, uh, I believe he's a scholarship player as well? I think
3: so. I'm pretty sure Raphael is you know, a good mate for Bernardo. He's, they, they both play together, train together. So we got... Yeah, he has got here, come over sometimes. It's a good Good help for, for, for Bernardo to settle as well. So we've been here... For two and a half months, nearly three months. So it's been okay. We're enjoying life here. But as has said, Adelaide's always always home. We've been there for nearly almost 13 years. But, uh, but yeah, it's been, been, been good life so far here. And uh, Bernardo's been joining the the football and hopefully, yeah, they keep going for the next uh, the next three years if you find a contract.
1: Speaking of Adelaide being home, uh, you mentioned that there was uh, another possibility for a scholarship uh, elsewhere in Australia, how how does it happen? And you don't have to have a definitive answer, but was there any contact from Adelaide United? And, and how you know we've seen uh, Bernardo, uh, Rafael, all leave the state. Yeah, uh, good How question. come these young kids aren't aren't getting picked up by Adelaide United? Well,
3: which is a strange one because I assume if the kid uh, if Bernardo situation, Rafael, Yaya. All those kids that have been, for example, in Melbourne City, they here for a reason. And I don't believe they would leave the state. The state, they, some of them, the not there, with three years old. I think would love to play there. But, uh, but unfortunately, I don't think Adler was in a situation that offered a good uh, good opportunity for, for him. I would say I would say on behalf of my son. So in mm-hmm. everything, in terms of facilities, in terms of they never offer anything, in terms of scholarship contract or anything else. Like that, so the only thing they they offer, which is, with uh, an invitation to train with the reserves, uh, I would say, or whatever. So, which is for me, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a, it's not a, bad thing. But uh, I think it's in. Yeah, when you have opportunity like Melbourne City that and the other clubs that I like, I said that I was asked in a different way. So value the kid, which has been giving so much for the state. So, which you won the play of the the the, the country uh, last year. Oh, I believe two years ago, sorry. I believe that they should look after a bit better because you have a kid in your own backyard and then you just let live like that. But uh, but like I said, as I said, you know, I think it's a good question, Trev. But I believe we, we moved on and we're very happy here. He's very happy here with his life, with his football, He's enjoying his football. And yeah, hopefully not many other kids leave the state like uh, like his boy did.
0: We're speaking to uh, Cassio, of course. He, the former Adelaide United uh, great. I mean, he was always a fan favourite. Cassio, we talk about Bernardo maybe l- uh, being lost to Adelaide United. What about yourself? Have you ever been offered anything here with the club at Adelaide United?
3: Not at all. Actually, the only time I was approached by by the club when Aurelio read was there. I'd say probably less than a year, and uh, and he, he he approached me about. Uh, taking, taking this try to taking the program from from uh, the grassroots, or the from eight years old to thirteen years old, sort of, which is for me the crucial age. Uh, and then he asked me about. We sat down two three times, had a few meetings about about him get this going. And then out of nothing, just left. And then yeah, and then became. I was I was actually king to help the kids I already, go, like a lot of kids in my family have a few talents in there. So I assume they, they're going to pick up easily soon by, by other a club like the Nata just did or even Adelaide. But like I said, so if, if Adelaide United doesn't improve their, their, their approach and their facilities and everything else, I believe a lot of them will still even So unfortunately for our, for our state.
0: Well, you're a big loss uh, to our state and even uh, Bernardo, and I'm sure he's going to do well. There's been a lot of raps about Bernardo, and there's always been a lot of raps about you. We're nearly out of time. Just one more question I want to ask you. When you played for Adelaide United, it was fantastic times for you. What's the one highlight, and I'm sure there are many, but what's one highlight that stands out in your mind playing for the Red Shirt?
3: Oh we had a few of Uh having a few beers with you and too. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yeah>. a highlight.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, Bunyit winning uh cha- Champions League semi final. Yeah, that was, that a lot was like a big going big... out with you. Yeah. After that, the game. that I
3: would say, yeah. I would say that game, yeah, stayed in my mind for, for a long time and stayed and yeah, obviously we had so many so many good moments uh, uh on the field with these boys. It's, we had a few uh a lot of years of great years we had. Yeah. Uh, we 2011, 2008, 2010, like 12 as well. Had so many good years with players like Travis and, you know, I think County of so many. Yeah. And Costanza and some other boys, which is a, a pleasure to, to play with them. And, yeah, but I believe that game, Travis, right, against the uh, Pignot Corps, I'd say, was probably yeah. one of the, the better, the better ones. is unbelievable. And then everyone enjoyed That's That's what we want on football. We want everyone to enjoy If People want to come to the game, want to enjoy the game and that's what we try to do, I believe,
0: in that yeah. time. There were some, some pretty good times there, uh, Cassio, and we could talk about that forever. Now, what, we are we we are running out of time but we'll keep in touch with you to see how things are going but, mate, it's always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, good luck there with Melbourne City. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks, Cass. Yeah, alright, mate.
1: Easy,
0: mate, easy. Thanks for the call. Okay, our pleasure. That's a favourite of Adelaide United. Of course, uh, Cassio, what a player. And unfortunately, he had an abrupt end like you did. He did. Uh, <laughs> one minute you're there, injuries, and the yeah. next minute you're gone. Yeah. How does that happen there, Trip? Happens to all the good ones. Well, it happened. He's one of the good ones, I can say that much. Hey, it's uh, time for us to go. Uh, can you be here? It did. Uh, next week, we'll be here at 6 o'clock, 6 till 7, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey. Uh, nice to see you. Absolutely. and Nice for you to see me too.